Cool. Um, cool. Yo, man. <laughs> yeah, God's good. Um, so, my name is Paul. I'm one of the elders in the church. Uh, here, serving with Hoya and Aaron. Where's Aaron? Oh, he's probably with Lucas. Um, I'm married to Gabby, my wife here. I always wanted to say that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, w- I, w- I want to take you guys down a, down a like, just imagine this. I want to give you like a little exercise to do together. So imagine, I mean, it's Sunday. We all know what happens Sunday afternoon. It's one or two things, one of three things. Either Formula One, <laughs> or someone gets baptized, <laughs> or both, you know. <laughs> but what, the thing that always happens on a Sunday afternoon is a Sunday afternoon lunch. Eh? So I want you guys to imagine it. In about, like, I don't know, maybe an hour, hour and a half, two hours, you got, you're going to get somewhere, maybe a friend, family, grandparents, whatever, and you're going to walk in there, and they're going to take out this casserole, this amazing chicken, or maybe some pork, hallelujah. Thank you, Peter, for getting that vision, allowing us to eat pork. <laughs> some, some beef, um, you know, those little artipulkis, and I, I, but imagine this. But what's your favorite thing? Have some rice with some sauce, maybe some buinkies. Oh, and then we get to the dessert. You know, someone brings out a malfa pudding. Ooh, like a nice hot malfa pudding with some flour or ice cream. Maybe into a brownie, some nice, like a, a soggy brownie with some ice cream. Imagine, it, like, oh, is, your, is your mouth watering already? <laughs> and I mean, you get something to drink, maybe it's a bit colder, maybe some hot chocolate. I've got two t-shirts on, don't worry, I'm not cold. <laughs> it's the Bluefontein equivalent of a trike. <laughs> so imagine, imagine this nice meal that you're eating. Who's hungry? Who's hungry? Huh? Great, because I'm going to preach about fasting this morning. <laughs> this morning, I want to preach about the forgotten spiritual discipline of fasting. Not just fasting for, for you know, you're, you're, you're gym, so you fast, so you want to build muscle, or you want to lose weight, so you fast, but the, the spiritual discipline of fasting. Sorry, okay. Hey. <laughs> Now, you might be going like, whoa, 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 not so fast. <laughs> I don't even know what you mean. So, what is a fast, okay? So, it, it's, it's, not, it's not when you're late, uh, you know, afterwards you, you drive or you're driving somewhere and maybe you need to go to the bathroom so you drive fast. No, it's not that. So, it, it, fasting, and I'll explain now, is, is basically going without food for a certain amount of time. Now, in Afrikaans, it's om te fas. No, not to, om iets fast te draa, but to, to fast, to fast. Now, I know most of you have heard about this, I, I hope, uh, but it's been a while, but a Greek word for us, <laughs> eh? hallelujah. The Greek word for fasting means do not eat. <laughs> it's, it's not that difficult. We get, we get very spiritual, every well, fasting this or fasting my phone. And fa- the Greek word says do not eat. So you... You can fast your phone, but the Greek word says don't eat. Um, and and uh, because there, there's something that happens within you when you go without food. Who's gone without food for a while? Eh? I, I, who has? I wanted to ask who has fasted before. Uh, hopefully, all of you. But there's a sense of man, if you've fasted before, there, yo, yeah, by two o'clock, three o'clock, everything in you, this is way more difficult than fasting your phone. Because your whole body goes like, I'm hungry, I need nutrition, uh, you get grumpy. This, it's something, now if you want to lay down your, your social media for a while, do that. You're not fasting your social media, you're just laying it down. Because you, you know, you're not eating your social media, does that make sense? <laughs> right? 
because and, and I want to say this because we, we get you know terminologies mixed up. So you know, let's say in a week's time, Ahoya or Andrew says, hey, listen, we we're gonna fast, and you're like, oh great, I'm fasting social media. I'm like, no, no, no. Lay, lay down your social media if God's telling you, but that is not a fast. Um, I'm, uh, <laughs> I hope I'm not stepping on too much too many toes, but I've done it before. Well, I'm gonna fast my phone or fast this, but. You know, fasting is a thing that a lot of people do. You know, Muslims do it, gym guys do it, you know, intermediate fasting, it's like a health thing. Um, then you get the Daniel fast, if that is even a thing, and we'll look at it maybe just now. But what's the point of fasting? So let me, before I go, to, uh, just a, like a quick overview of what a fast would look like. That would basically mean like, listen, I, I wake up this morning and I'm not going to eat anything. You can opt to not drink something as well. Um, the, the Bible is gray enough to say you can either not eat or either not eat and drink. Um, the Greek word says not eat. So anyway, uh, you wake up, you you're not going to eat anything, and he goes through the day, and you can decide. Now it gets a bit more gray. Are you going to go to bed hungry, or are you going to eat just before you sleep and then go to bed? So normally it would be like a 24-hour fast. You can do more days. You can do like two weeks if you're into that. Jesus fasted for 40 days in the wilderness. Interesting. I think it's in. Um, Mark, I didn't give you the scripture, I don't have to put it up, but w- it, it says Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness, and where he fasted for 40 days, and then it says, and then he was hungry. I'm like, well, obviously he was hungry, 40 days without eating, yeah, how do you, yo, eh? So it, it says he didn't, he, he didn't eat anything, so I would, I'm assuming he probably drank some water in those 40 days, but what's the point of fasting? Because it sucks going off out food, right? If you tell me, like, listen, let's, let's fast and not, not eat. And if I don't understand why I'm doing this, I can promise you, yeah, by 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, I start to justify, hey, man, I, yes, I fasted a bit, can't I eat now? And I'll, I'll do a fast next week because I've got community tonight and we eat together. Yeah. Or you, you, I remember once I did a fast. Well, I was trying. I was like, I'm going to fast for three weeks. <laughs> I quickly turned into a week, and then I started. And by day two, I was very bad. I was—I remember I was at Hoyas house in Wellington, and they, they had community, and we were prepping food, and I was grating some cheese, right? Because now I'm helping—I'm helping her. I'm helping her. <laughs> now I'm watering her. Take this cheese, and I was speaking to him, and in—I I didn't even think about it. I just took a piece of cheese and I ate it, you know, like you do when you grate some cheese. Uh, we all do it. And, and uh, halfway through chewing it, I was like. I just broke my fast. Eh? Now I'm sitting like, yo, should I just continue? But I'm hungry, but I technically already ate. Ah, scrap it. I'll do it next time. And I just ate. I'm, s- I'm out. Sorry, this is too difficult. <laughs> I'm confessing to you guys now. Uh, but so what's the point? So firstly, the point of fasting is to humble yourself before God. Psalm 35 verse 13, you don't have to put it up. I'll just run through them. You know, it speaks about we humble ourselves before God. And there's, there's something of being humbled when you fast. It's like your energy is not there. You, you're not, it's, I've never seen someone think more of themselves while they're fasting. Because they're generally like, everything is just difficult. You, your, your pride just seems to drop off. It's a sense of I'm humbling myself. My, my, my flesh is weakened and my spirit can come through. And I want to say, if you're struggling with pride, or someone has maybe said you struggle with pride, because generally if people struggle with pride, they don't know it. Um, or if you think you struggle with pride, or if you're not sure, fast. Man, do a fast and see. It's something of just being broken before God that humbles you. Even just physically. It's just like, man, I'm so, I'm so hungry and weak. 
You just you're so aware of your you know your state. Have you who's been sick before? You can I'm my hat, not <laughs> Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> but if if you've been sick before, have you ever felt like just humiliated? You not humiliated, but you feel like man, I'm weak, I'm not less. You feel a bit like a failure. Well, not necessarily like a failure, but this is something of your energy is gone. There's nothing exciting about life when you're sick because your body isn't functioning well. It's the same when you start to fast and your body needs energy. You're just feeling, and it humbles you before God. Now let's, can you put up the, um, Psalm 35, 13? I just want to show you this. Yet when they were ill, I put on sackcloth and humbled myself with fasting. And my prayers returned to me unanswered. Uh, this is uh, uh, prov- uh, the Psalms, I'm assuming it was David. He said, I humbled myself with fasting. If you're struggling with pride, fast. The second one, to show God how much you want your prayer to be answered. Kind of go like, what does that mean? And we'll look at it just now, but in Matthew 6, uh, 6 verse 16, it speaks about, Jesus speaks about when we fast, there's a reward that the Father will give us. John Piper put it like this, fasting is a physical exclamation point at the end of your pleas to God. As I pray, fasting is like a, an exclamation mark to my prayers. It's like, God, this is how much I want it. I remember, to tell you a quick story, fasting for something a while ago, like quite a while ago, like I'm, I'm trusting God for this new guitar or something. And I'm, gonna, I'm praying and it's not happening. And I say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fast now. Stepping up my game. I fasted halfway through the day. I started thinking, yes, do I really want this guitar? This is so difficult. And I just said, no, nah, I'm just going to, I mean, if God wants to give it to me, he can just give it to me. I'm going to go eat. This is difficult. And as I walked to go and get some food, I just felt God saying, the reason I'm not giving this to you is because you're not even willing to go a day without food. For, you know, I was like, oh, okay, sure, okay. He's like, in my heart, I wasn't actually, and I was like, okay, God, I'm crying out. I'm sticking to the fast. And thirdly, man, to fix our eyes on Jesus. Matthew 6, verse 14 to 15. Maybe, maybe you can read that as well. There's something that happens when we fast. I mean, if you go a day without food, everything in you is aware that you're going without food, right? I mean, you see other people eating, your stomach go- makes some noises, your energy is low, you're constantly aware that you're not, you shouldn't eat. So everything in you reminds you that you're doing this, seeking God. You're constantly reminded of you're doing actively something. You, you, you don't get to go through your day while you're fasting, not unaware of God. Because you're constantly aware that you're actively choosing not to eat. Does that make sense? When you fast, do not look now at the one in um, verse, uh, Matthew 9. Did I give that one to you? Verse 14. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. Then John's disciples came and asked, How is it that we... And the Pharisees fast, but you, your disciples do not fast. Verse 15. Jesus answered, How can the guest of the bridegroom mourn while he is with them? The time will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them. Then they will fast. It's a sense that as Jesus ascended, his disciples went like, We're fasting, crying out to God. Crying out for Jesus to come back. Reminding ourselves of Jesus. It's just practically what Jesus is saying, man, My disciples don't have to fast. I'm here with them. I'm, I'm lift, I wake up and I'm, I'm there. And a- as they went, there's a sense of, man, I need to fast to remind myself of God, to press into God, cry out for God, humble myself for God. Fasting is such a difficult thing. I can't ex- um, 
explain it in a quick 10 minutes. This is fasting. These are the three points. It's, there's so many scriptures, so many aspects of fasting. But these are just three I wanted to highlight. So you might ask, okay, well, what about the Daniel fast, like I just said? Yeah? Okay. That Daniel fast is not, it, Daniel, didn't, did, Daniel didn't do the Daniel fast. So if you guys want to know what a Daniel fast is, that is not eating meat or something. You only eat um, vegetables or fruit. It's uh, specifically, I think the Hebrew word speaks of something with, with seeds in them. So it's specifically like certain fruits and so on. And then there's, uh, there's a whole thing. And you get guys on YouTube making these long videos of you can eat these things in the Daniel fast, you can't eat these things. Well, that, that Daniel didn't do the Daniel fast. He did not eat meat but because that was it was a sin for him to eat meat because the meat was sacrificed to idols. He didn't say, I'm going to fast, you know, I'm gonna, but I'm only going to eat vegetables and that's going to be my fast. No, they said, listen, here's meat. And he said, well, I'm going to sin if I eat that. So I'm only going to eat vegetables. So he wasn't doing it for some sort of spiritual fasting. He was simply obeying God by not sinning. So the message of the Daniel fast is don't sin. If it, if it, 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 that would be like, man, you can, you can pull the Daniel fast through with your with social media. If going on social media is going to cause you to sin, then Daniel fast your phone. <laughs> it's going to cause you to sin, so don't do it. Cut it out. You can go with just fruits. You, you can go with a lunch lane or something. You know, maybe you let someone phone you. <laughs> hey, I, 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 sorry, I'm maybe, maybe making a bit of a joke about it, but man, I've spoken to so many people. Oh, I'm struggling with maybe this soon or that. Well, have you ever tried just literally selling your phone and not having a phone? No, but I need. No, well, then you're not serious enough about sinning. Well, not sin. No, it's like, oh, whenever I go to the gym, there's all these girls. And what? Well, then stop going to the gym. It's, it's not that difficult. <laughs> no, man, we need to be serious. I wanna, let's read through Matthew 6, verse 16. I want to take out three points there just of what Jesus says about fasting. I'll read it and then I'll look at it again. When you fast, this is Jesus speaking, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show men they are fasting. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that it will not be obvious to men that you are fasting, but only to your father who is unseen and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Such a powerful scripture there. This is the first point I want to make. Jesus starts off by saying, when you fast. He does not say, if you fast. When Andrew asks you to fast. No, no, when you fast. Do it like this. Wanneer jy vast, nie as jy vast nie. That would be like a parent going to a child, like listen, if you do end up doing your homework, do it like this. No, no, when you do your homework, do it right. It's not a suggestion. It's what I, when you fast. And interesting, if you go through the New Testament, fasting was a regular thing for the disciples. It wasn't an Old Testament principle. It's a New Testament spiritual discipline that we can learn on. Learn to do. In Acts 13 verse 2, while they were worshiping the, law, uh, the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart Barnabas and Saul for the work which I have called them. Man, they were worshiping together and fasting and the Holy Spirit spoke. I want to say, if you're struggling to hear the voice of God, fast. Whenever I've had times where I fast, and it's, it's like I just see what needs to happen. 
I, I just get these ideas. It's like I, I hear the Lord speaking. I see, you know, maybe in my community, oh, I need to, you know, okay, I need to get to these guys. Because all of a sudden, as if the Lord comes, the Holy Spirit comes and set apart these people. Focus on these guys. Build into that guy. When I fasted, that's when I heard the Lord the most saying, build into those guys. Interesting, and it happened here. Worshipping, fasting, boom. Holy Spirit says, set apart from this. Acts 14, 23. Paul and Barnabas appointed elders for them in each church, and with prayer and fasting committed them to the Lord, in whom they have put their trust. There's a sense of, even when they, Paul and Barnabas were appointing new elders, they prayed, they prayed and they fasted. And we're going to pray for someone, we're trusting for, for something to, to break through, praying and we're fasting. It's a regular thing happening. Man, there's so many scriptures about it. So first point, when you fast, not if. A regular thing. Second point, do not do it like the hypocrites. Don't do like the hypocrite do. Jesus says, you can just leave that scripture up, thanks. Um, do not look somber as the hypocrites do. For they disfigure their faces and show to show others that they are fasting. There's a sense of that the, 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 the hypocrites. They they intentionally don't shower in the morning so that everyone can see how difficult my life is today. Because I'm fasting. Now, you know those guys when you're sitting around the table and he's looking around at your food, just waiting for you to ask, why aren't you eating? Ah, oh, because I'm fasting. Make me a leader, I'm fasting. Man, don't do it like the hypocrites do. Jesus says, don't do it to be seen by men. Jesus, he says, and I want to say this, I, I had a friend in Bible school, when, whenever he would fast, so I would, maybe we walk afternoon, I say, hey, you want a piece of toast, I have a brookie, you know, I'm sh- you know, I want to share my food. He's like, no, no, it's fine. And I'm like, why are you like fasting or something? And I ask because I'm interested. And I can see I'm putting this guy into catch 22 now because he either lies to me, and say no, <laughs> and which is bad. Or he says, yes, I'm fasting, and in, in his mind, that means he needs to start over because he just let someone know. And it's not that. Okay, don't, don't be, obviously in Acts 13 and 14, the guys are fasting publicly, and it's written down in the scriptures. The point is not that no one might know that you fast. The point is don't make it obvious. Don't disfigure your face so that people see you fast. Jesus isn't saying, don't, don't let anyone know you're fasting. Say, don't do it like the hypocrites do it. Don't do it so that people see you. He says, but when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that, so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting. So the point is, don't make it obvious. You don't have to keep it a secret, but don't make it obvious. Man, if Enrique is trusting for breakthrough in his life, I can go to him, boo, let's fast. And we can both fast together for something. It's not like I can not tell him otherwise it doesn't work, okay? Uh, we, we just get too weird about these things. The point is, test your heart. Third point. Your father will reward you. Now, I've, I've, I've heard, I've heard it say, you know, when you, when you fast, uh, the point of fasting is that you should n- not, go without, not, not go with food, and then whenever you would have eaten food, you then need to pray. I can't pray when I'm fasting. Well, I can, but I, I just can't think of it. I, my mind's at a different place. And actually, I don't see where necessarily where it's mentioned in the Bible that when you fast, you should pray when you no, don't eat. And it's a good idea to pray when you don't eat. But the point of fasting isn't to make more time for prayer. The point of fasting is fasting. The point of fasting is an exclamation mark 
at the end of your prayer. Because th the, the thing is, I've heard people say, no, listen, you know, pray when you should have eaten while you're fasting. I get to the afternoon, lunchtime, but I'm so hungry, I can't think about prayer, I, I can't effectively pray, uh, it's just a struggle. Then the whole point of fasting just falls on his head. I pray better if I'm full, you know, or if I've, I have food in my stomach, because I can think, I can, you know. That's just me, I don't know how you guys experience it. Because obviously everyone fasts regularly, uh, I know you guys are good Christians. The point is, there is a thing, now, I, I want to balance it. It's not that I, I take a whip and flog myself, you know, and God will answer my prayers. So it's not that. But there is a sense, man, I, I'm going without food, I'm fasting, crying out to God to answer my prayer. Or crying out to God to come and humble me. Crying out to God just for more of His presence. And then, Jesus says, but only to your Father who is unseen. And your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. For what will he reward? For your fasting. There's a reward that Jesus brings. I want to say, if you haven't fasted, well, let's say you, you're trusting God for something, and you say, oh, God's not answering. Well, if you haven't fasted, you haven't asked hard enough. It's like, it's easy that we know God's not going to answer. Well, fast. You know, the story of the persistent widow, Jesus tells this parable of, uh, a lady that comes to a judge and she says, listen, give me justice against my adversary. And the judge is like, no man, go, go away, you're bothering me. And the widow comes back and she comes back and she comes back and she comes back, keeps on asking. And eventually the judge says, listen, just because you, you nag me so much, I will give you what you want. And then Jesus says, likewise, your father in heaven. Or if a, a worldly judge does this, how much more will your father in heaven not give you what you ask when you keep on asking. And Jesus isn't, when we ask him, going like, oh, can you just stop asking? But sometimes I think God wants us to ask and ask and ask and keep on asking. Fasting isn't a, a trick to manipulate God. But man, if we're not even willing to fast, why should he even answer? You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying fast every time you pray for something. There is times where we can learn the discipline of fasting. And I want to say fast for something specific. Now, I've, I've done it where I just fast for no reason, and that is also fine, just to remind yourself of, you know, Jesus, and maybe to, you know, fast and see what God does in your life. That's okay. But fast for something specific. Set out today, I'm going to fast for more of God. I'm going to fast for that person's breakthrough in their life. I'm going to fast to hear the Lord of, you know, hear the voice of the Lord. You're struggling with something, fast. Struggling with sin, fast. And that day you dedicate to this thing. I'm fasting for this specific thing. Maybe even fast to, for more of the Holy Spirit in your life. Fast for the anointing of God to come over your life. I've, you know the, the great men and women of faith over the years? You get like guys like Smith Wigglesworth and A.A. Allen, those guys. You know, some of them did mess up a lot. But the guys that did amazing healings and miracles, those guys fasted often. Because they wanted their flesh, man, more of the Spirit, less of me. More of the Spirit, less of me. And fasting is a, is a, is a little window into that. It's okay to fast, to grow in power, even. Now, right after Jesus got baptized, the Spirit led him into the wilderness, and he fasted for 40 days. And as he came out, 
of the wilderness, after 40 days of fasting, Jesus' ministry began. He started doing miracles. Now, would it still have happened if he didn't fast? Probably. But there's a sense of him giving us a picture. Man, I went, fasted, and operated in the Holy Spirit. And I want to give you guys these tools. If you're trusting for breakthrough, man, try a fast. Learn it on. You know, there's a, I don't have a scripture here. I'm thinking of it now. There's a, a, a piece where one of the Pharisees comes to Jesus, far in the Bible. And he says, or Jesus tells the story. He says, there's a Pharisee, and then there's this poor person. And they both go into the temple. And the Pharisee says, I'm so glad I'm not like that guy. Now I give my tenth. I fast twice a week, and he goes on with a list. And for the Pharisee, a good Christian was giving his tithe and fasting twice a week. Jesus didn't say, well, what he's doing is wrong. He's just addressing his heart. But it's a good glimpse for us, and I'm not saying you need to fast twice a week. But even for the, for the Pharisees, they thought, man, the good spiritual discipline is a regular fast. Good spiritual discipline is a regular prayer. It's a regular Bible reading. I want to land it there and pray for us. It's not a long, massive preach. My heart is simply to give us tools so that you can break through into more of God. As leaders, we can try and lead you as best as we can. We can take you everywhere. But the best thing is when you start pressing into God. The best thing is if you cry out for God for more of Him. If you trust God for a breakthrough. If you step out and say, no, I'm going to fast so that the Spirit of God may rest upon me. So when I, man, if you want to lead worship and everyone just falls on the floor, man, fast. Trust for the power of God to break through. If you want to preach on the anointing, fast. We, there's something we need to do more, I think. I honestly think the, the Spirit of God will break open in our lives if we do this more regularly. And the moment it becomes a religious thing for you, you just kind of do it because check your heart. So it's one of those things we need to spin these plates the whole time, right? But I think for us, it, it's... That's why I call this the forgotten spiritual discipline of fasting. I don't want you guys to put up your hands. But I mean, when last did you do a fast? <laughs> eh? if, if you think about it, most of us are going, I haven't done it yet. You know, well, a couple of years ago. And that's fine. It's not, it's not a clear command in Scripture that we should fast. But I'm just seeing Jesus implying when you fast. His disciples will fast. And then in Matthew 9, it says, when I go, there will come a, dis- a time when my disciples do fast. And start small. You don't start off with a three-week fast. You, you can. If you, I tried. It didn't go that great. Start off with a day. St- start off with half a day even. The Bible doesn't say you need to fast for 24 hours. The point is you need to fast. So start off for half a day. A day works good because you, you know, wake up, don't eat, go to sleep. You know, even going to sleep hungry is difficult, but that's sometimes part of the struggle of fasting. But maybe start off half a day. Start with one meal, just knowing that you intentionally skip this meal for God. And maybe we let this close our eyes.